Hey there, Chromeholics. It's your host, Kenzie, bringing you this week's episode for Missing Mondays. Missing Mondays was a segment that was created by Holly and I to keep missing persons' name and information in the media to aid in their return home the best that we can. In the U.S., 90,000 people are missing at any given time. While most are found alive or deceased, the majority are still missing today. On this episode of Missing Mondays, I will be bringing you the missing persons case of Linda Stoltzfos. On this episode of Missing Mondays, it is a little different than most missing persons cases that we cover. This is because in Linda's missing persons case, there has actually already been somebody who has been charged for her murder. However, a body has not been recovered and Linda is still very much missing. Even though somebody has been charged for her murder, her family has yet to been given proper closure. So my hope for this Missing Mondays episode is that they are able to get the closure they deserve by hoping that somebody is listening to this episode and is able to give some type of tip to be able to help locate Linda. On June 21st, 2020, Linda Stoltzfos went missing while she was walking home from her community church around 12 p.m. that day. Linda had attended church that day as normal and had planned on attending a youth group later that afternoon. Linda first wanted to return home to change her clothes before heading to the youth group. The road that Linda was walking on is Beachdale Road in Upper Leacock Township. This is a community where everybody knows everyone given this is a small Amish community. As the day turned into night, her family got really concerned when Linda ended up never returning home. Her father went into her bedroom and noticed that Linda's clothes for her youth group were still laying out in her room, and right then he had a gut feeling that something was wrong, given that Linda always changed her clothes after church when she would attend the youth group. The next day, on June 22nd, her father decided to go ahead and call the police because at this point, he knew something was wrong. This was not like Linda to just not return home. When the police arrived at the Stoltzfuls' home, her father explained to the police that Linda had been walking home from church with plans to change and head back to the church at afternoon for youth group, but never returned home, which was very highly unlike Linda. There is a very large stigma when it comes to Amish men and women running away when they turn 18. And from what I read, this stigma is that because they have lived such a strict lifestyle, once they turn 18, they are ready to go out into the world, they are ready to experience different things, and they end up just leaving their community. And this is what the police felt, that Linda had possibly just chose to walk away. But her family was dead set that this was not Linda. She would never just choose to run away and never come back. So the police needed to take this seriously. And they did just that. Right away, they started going around to the community and talking to the other neighbors to see if anybody had seen Linda that day or if anybody knew where she was heading. One of the neighbors that they had talked to lived not too far from the Stoltzfus home, and he said he was sitting on his porch sometime between 12.35 p.m. and 12.45 p.m. 
And while he was sitting on his porch, he had noticed a red four-door sedan that had not been seen in the area before. So he said that this four-door sedan seemed extremely odd to be in the area. The man said that this red four-door sedan had driven up and down Beachdale Road twice before he no longer saw the car again, but stated that he never once saw Linda in the area of Beachdale Road. With this being a very unusual situation, the community jumps into gear and starts hanging up posters of Linda around town and people are asked to keep a lookout, but nothing really ends up churning up. However, that was until a few days later, the police get a call from another neighbor of the Stoltzfos who says he was checking his surveillance footage that he had just installed two weeks prior to Linda's disappearance. The police would be absolutely shocked to hear that this man's camera ended up recording Linda's entire abduction. This right here is huge because this is rare. We know that occasionally when someone goes missing that they are lucky to get this person on camera hours or sometimes days before their abduction, but it's not typical to get their entire abduction on camera. Because police get this huge break, they jump into action quickly and they send the footage over to the lab for enhancement. And would you know that the car kidnapping Linda was the same red car that was reported by the other neighbor who said this car seemed extremely out of place. In this camera footage, you see a man get out of the red car and head towards Linda, which he comes up behind her. As he walks up to Linda, the man is seen putting some type of covering over her head. And I cannot even begin to imagine how deathly scared Linda was in this exact moment. Once the man puts the covering over her head, he walks Linda over to the passenger seat of her car, puts her in the passenger seat, heads over to the driver's seat, he gets in and drives south on Beachdale Road. This is right at 12.41 p.m which means the neighbor that saw the car on the road who was sitting on his porch not far at all was right there when her abduction took place. The police thankfully were able to enhance the video enough to get the exact make and model, which it turns out this car was a red Kia Rio. The police then realized that this car was heading in the direction where he would had to have passed the community school. So they went ahead and looked at the surveillance footage from the school as well. In this footage, you can actually see a passenger in the car at this time, but the camera quality was not the best per the usual. But this passenger was believed to be Linda. The car was seen on the school's footage pulling behind the community church and staying there for about a total of five minutes. But the car was unseen while it was behind the church. So nobody knows what exactly took place while the car was behind the church. Then the car is seen pulling back out onto the main road and leaving the area. What really, really hurts my heart is that there was other people walking from the church at the same time when Linda was abducted. These people were questioned to see if they had seen anything at all. A girl from the same community said that they had seen the red car driving past them. And as this red car was driving past them, she noticed an Amish girl in the passenger seat. And the girl that was walking had waved to the girl in the car, but thought it was extremely strange that the girl never waved back. Not only did she feel it was strange that the girl never waved back, 
she noticed that this Amish girl had on her church clothes. And a rule in their community is that they are not to be riding in a car while in their church clothes. And the next thing that she noticed that was extremely strange was that this girl was wearing some type of black head covering. But in their community, they never wore a black head covering. So all of these things seemed extremely odd to this girl. But she obviously had no idea what was happening in that exact moment. So she kind of just brushed it off and thought that it was weird. My heart really does go out to this girl from her community because I cannot imagine the guilt that this girl may have over the fact that the person that she was waving to was Linda who was being abducted and she had no idea. Given the car was on camera, the police were able to enhance the footage enough to be able to get a license plate number, which was registered to a man named Justo Smoker. Records showed that this man, Justo, was employed by a company called Dutchland Inc. So the police decided to go ahead and head over to this company. When they pulled into the parking lot, Smoker's car, the red key Rio, was parked right in the parking lot. The police decided to go ahead and hang out and like canvas the area to see if they would ever be able to get sight of this man. Smoker did not come out at the time they were there. So the next day, they decided to go ahead and run his records, which then ends up providing the police with an address. So on July 10th, the police head over to Justo Smoker's home, which is located just 20 minutes from the Amish community in Paradise, Pennsylvania. When the police arrived to his address, his red Kia Rio was parked right there on the property. The police were able to convince Smoker to come down to the police station for questioning. The police obviously know that this man has something to do with Linda's disappearance, so they cut right to the chase and they say, do you know or have you seen Linda Stoltzfus? And of course he says, no, he's not seen her and no, he's never been to the area. But what he did not know is the police actually had gotten his car on the camera. So they show him pictures of his car and then of course his story starts changing. And he says, well, yeah, occasionally I do drive the back roads, but still swears up and down he had never seen Linda before. And before I go any further, I just want to backtrack just a little bit. On the same day Linda was abducted on June 21st, 2020, a man had called the police to report a suspicious vehicle right before Linda was abducted. The address where this report was made was not far from where Linda was taken. So the police decided that they were going to go ahead and go back to the property where this report came from on the very same day Smoker was at the police department being questioned. When they went back to that area, they decided to go ahead and search that property in hopes to hopefully find something to help their case. And I don't know if it was just intuition or what they felt, but they felt that this property was something they needed to check into and they would be correct. They ended up finding a white bra and pantyhose under some brush on the property, which Linda's family did identify as her belongings. Although Linda has never been found and Justo Smoker never admitted to abducting or murdering Linda, law enforcement had enough evidence to arrest Smoker and charge him with Linda's murder based on this evidence. On June 20th, the day prior to Linda's abduction, Smoker was seen in his red key reel following other Amish females near the exact same area where he abducted Linda. 
Cell phone records provided proof of his whereabouts in that area for both the 20th and the 21st. Witness statements indicate Smoker placed Linda in his vehicle and drove her to the eastern side of Lancaster County. Cell phone evidence shows Smoker then traveled to the Harvest Drive where her belongings were found. The cell phone records also showed he had returned to that area several times in the following days for whatever reason after her abduction, and his DNA was found on her stockings. Furthermore, police stated that they observed that Smoker had thoroughly cleaned his car of any possible evidence, and he had even discarded his floor mat. And lastly, shopping records showed that Smoker had recently purchased gloves and shoelaces, which they were believed to be used in Linda's abduction. So again, although somebody has been charged with Linda's murder, she has not been returned to her family or located, which means she is still very much a missing person. Linda's family deserves to have the proper closure after losing their daughter. So my goal for covering Linda's case is that hopefully somebody listening to this episode had seen something in that area or had seen just a smoker in that area with Linda and can provide some type of details for her family to be able to get the proper closure. If you haven't already, I highly encourage you to join our Crimeaholics podcast discussion group on Facebook or follow us on Instagram where I will have pictures of Linda pictures of Justo Smoker and his car. So please take a look at those and be sure to share those so we can help bring Linda's family closure. Crimeaholics, as always, be aware and take care.